This is Mitch with the Mitch Mindset Podcast, and today we have a special guest. His name is Chris Queen. He works for PJ Media. He is a professional writer, and he just published a book called Neon Crosses. I've known Chris my whole life. What's up, Chris? What's up? How is everybody doing today? Good, man. Hey, I just want to say I appreciate you doing this. I'm super excited. Um, we got some really good questions, a really cool interview coming on. But before we get into this, man, I'm going to pray. I want to... Want the Lord to really speak through both of us, man. So let's pray. So Heavenly Father, I'm super thankful for you. I'm just thankful for the opportunity to interview Chris Queen. I'm thankful for the listeners. And I pray that uh, you just speak through both of us and allow us to impact uh, the listeners and the kingdom, God. We want to give you all the glory, Lord. This is uh, just another way to... Let others around the world know who you are and how, how you work through other uh, other people's lives, God. We're thankful for you, and we love you. And uh, just now pray. Amen. Amen. So, Chris, what's up, man? Oh, not much. Um, just I'm excited to share my story today. Dude, that's awesome. So, um, I like, to the listeners, I've known Chris pretty much my whole life, uh, like, Chris is probably going to share us a little bit, but my dad was actually his youth pastor for a little bit, and then they worked together for a while. Am I right? Right. That's right. So, um, yeah, I've grown up going to uh, Georgia football games, Atlanta Braves games with yes. Chris. Uh, we actually ate, I don't know what, three months ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so this guy's been a big part of my life throughout the years, and uh, I think it's just awesome that he's – uh, willing to get on my podcast. So for real, man, I just want to say thank you. So well, I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. So let's get into this. So how did you get into writing? And uh, I know like that's pretty broad, but how'd you get into writing and how did it lead you into becoming so passionate into becoming a, an author? All right. Well, I've always had an ability to tell a story, true stories, fictional stories, you name it. As long as I've been able to talk, I've been able to, to tell stories. Words have always come natural to me growing up and, and writing became a part of that. I started freelance writing in 2010 and it was a nice side hustle. I actually um, you know, bought my car, paid off my car uh, 100% through freelance writing. Uh, but I never dreamed that I could, uh, could become a professional writer. Uh, and in about 2014, um, I was freelance writing for, for PJ media where I now work full time. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And they, um, somebody gave me the idea for writing a book about the South and it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do. You know, it took me because it's such a broad topic. I mean, it's not, not, not a real easy thing to narrow down. And I, um, I, you know, just, just like all good ideas come to me, this one came to me in the shower to basically write a, a, a travelogue and to um, use your know, different cities along the route to as kind of a hook for different aspects of, of the culture of the South from faith to food, to music, to even, you know, settling the question whether Florida really is Southern or not. And, and you can find out that answer when you read the book. All right. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, and your book is <clears throat> neon crosses, right? Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. It's public. got published what? Six weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning of March. Dude, that is awesome. It's cool. So, um, yeah, man, dude, that's crazy. That's awesome. I know uh, 
I think that's really awesome that like words has always been something super powerful and easy for you and right. uh, passionate. I yeah. think, uh, I think, and like you've probably heard this before, I think God really kind of just wired you that way. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I guarantee there's people listening right now or pe- people wondering like what they could, they probably had that same gift and they're like, how, how can I use this? You know, uh, right. is there any way, like, how did you um, really like notice that? Like, I know you, like your whole life, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, how'd you get like, How'd you allow that gift to kind of um, come into fruition and just, uh, you know, start using it for the glory of God, you know? I think I started noticing it in, in when I was in school, like even in elementary really? school, when they asked us to write, write a mm-hmm. story, you know, and it was, it was, and I, I don't say this in, in a, you know, a bragging way, but it no. was a whole lot easier for me to do it than it was for other kids to do it. And so I knew that that meant that there was something you know, something about that, that that had to come from God. Yeah. Because, I mean, sometimes I, I could write things and not even not even know where the ideas were coming from, you know? Yeah, dude, that is awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah, look, yeah. that's not bragging at all. You're Look, I, I asked you, you know? You know yeah, so, oh, yeah. Uh, so, jumping into another question. Uh, all right. What, like, what's your testimony, man? I know you've kind of, we, we talked about your, your passion in, uh, in writing, but like, what's your testimony? When did you when did you give your life to Christ? Uh, and how have you, like, you know, continued to grow in your faith? And, uh, like, can you can you share some personal times in your yeah. life, like where you're just like, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't I don't know what you're trying to teach me. Um, I, honestly, like, I, I I don't like my life right now, but I'm trusting in you. Right, yeah, right. Is that is that a yeah. harsh question? Is that good? No, not at all. I, I can I can definitely tell you tell you about about those times in my life. Um, I used to say that I had a boring testimony. Okay. And like I used to almost use it as an excuse not to not to share how how God has changed my life, but I've learned to embrace it. I grew up in church. I mean, there was never a time in my life that I can remember my family not being involved in church in some way. Yes. And sometime around the age of seven, somebody, um, probably my youth pastor or, or children's pastor or whatever, shared the gospel with me. And it just made sense. Like it wasn't an emotional thing for me. It was one of those things where I just, you know, I, I thought about it and thought, well, yeah, this is exactly what I need to do. And I did it. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't remember the exact date that I accepted Jesus into my heart, but I, I can, I know the, the date I got baptized because I used to have a little certificate. It was June 13th, 1980. Um, so I was young, I was, I was really young, but, um, you know, um, like you mentioned, your dad was my, my youth pastor from middle school through, uh, the beginning of my junior year. He was the first, first youth minister that I had that I felt like understood me and understood like my generation, you know, he, he wasn't, he was the first youth pastor I had that didn't seem way, way older. And so I think that, that, that relationship that he was willing to, to have with me help help me grow you know and then when i was in 11th grade we started started the church where where i'm still a member where i i spent 13 years on staff and and that's where i learned to serve was in those early days of that church when if something needed to get done you know there you couldn't rely on somebody else to do it you had to do it because we were such a small church and that's how i learned to serve so that's a lot a lot of stuff and in the last few years 
um, studying, you know, you're studying scripture and, and digging deep, deep, deep into the word and into theology and, and learning how all of scripture ties together in, in a really cool way that helped me grow. But you were asking about, you know, a time in my life when I, when I truly had to rely on the Lord over everything else. Uh, in early 2018, my, my brother got sick. Man. And we didn't know what was going on. I mean, it, it was, it was we, we had noticed that he had been losing weight really quickly, but he said that he was trying to. Um, but it turned out that his, his kidneys were failing. Man. And yeah, and for several months, he, he did dialysis and, and that sort of thing. But eventually, they knew that he was going to need a transplant. So he was going to need a donor. And that was a scary thing to think, you know, how close he was to being in, in really bad shape and you know, potentially losing his life. Um, I couldn't donate because I'd, I'd had kidney stones a couple of times. And apparently, if you have them more than once, that takes you off the, off the ability to donate. Yeah. Knew. But uh, my, <laughs> sister, my sister was, was a match. and She was able to donate. And during that time, our whole family learned all about trusting God. And I mean, we were already a family of strong faith, but I think oh, we yeah. really, really deepened our faith <clears throat> when we had nowhere else to turn but to him in that time. And my brother's doing great now. You know, he's doing really, really well. Um, there are you know things Amen. that he's had to, to change about his life that will always be different because of the kidney transplant. But, you know, it, it doesn't he doesn't let it affect him. Man, that's awesome. It's, it's a great testimony to, to what God can do. Oh yeah. Hey, that's dude, I, I, I just appreciate you sharing that, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um Yeah, man, that, that's that's uh that's awesome, you know, like honestly I forgot about that. You know, I, like yeah. when you just said that, I'm like, man, like you know, you, you hear that, that that's crazy. This um, I, this week was like four years when, when we found out that it was his kidneys. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy to think about. Golly, you care if I ask you a few more things on this topic? No, absolutely. Go for um, it. So, like, you, you said that you, like, you kind of felt like you had, like, a boring testimony. And I think a right. lot of people, like, struggle with that. And yeah. The, there's, like, sometimes you think there's just a no in between. You either way out there and then God saves you and it's a complete 180. Or you grew up in a, a strong Christian family. And you, you just got saved young, and you and you continued to grow in your faith. Yeah. yeah. Um, can you like? So here's the thing. You like, and like you know, you said like you embrace this. People who and like I'm not I'm not uh, jumping on anyone who's had who's had a harder or harsher testimony. Right. And I might be wrong here, but a lot of people wish they had your testimony. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're they're jealous of um you just just stand on the narrow path, you know. And, and and what what's funny about that is that I used to to sort of be jealous of people who had these dramatic testimonies. Exactly. You know? I yeah. that, that used to be the thing. It used to be that I was I would be like, Man, I, I wish I had a story like theirs that I could tell. And it was, I think in a way there was a conviction that went along with that, you know, that, that I, I didn't need to be envious of, of somebody else's path, but instead I need to be grateful Yeah, you for know, the path that God has, has guided me on. And that was, that was a big thing to me for, to go, you know, thank God that, that he has, he has allowed me to stay faithful. Everybody's got different stories. Yeah. You know, we just have to love the story that 
God, the path that God's on, and and be grateful that we're not all. Yeah, um, yeah, I appreciate you just explaining that and sharing. Yeah, that. yeah, absolutely. You know, I've I've heard other people say that. You know, I honestly, people are like, man, my my testimony it won't impact anyone. And man, yeah. that is that is complete um, crap. You know, I'm right. just being honest, like, look, you're, everyone's testimony uh, has an impact. Everyone can connect with a with, with uh, everyone's testimony on a certain in a certain way. Right. Um, so, I, seriously, I, th- I appreciate you sharing that. I do. I got one more question. You know, but okay. on this topic, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah. How How did um and like I'm not I'm not like I guess I'm bragging on my dad, but uh, how did my dad? connect with you and your generation in a positive way better than anyone at that time, you know, cause here's the thing. I'm still going to be a pastor, but right. I know there's other listeners out there right now. I, I think we use the techniques or uh, ways that you felt a connection between you and my dad when you were in the youth right. and we try and use that and, and try and, you know, make a difference with the youth groups and the kids and the next generation my age and younger right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, you know, for for starters, he was he was he was actually still in college when he started. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I because I can remember he would come over um, because you know the, the the school he was at was was in Atlanta. It was on the other side of Atlanta, and we had Sunday morning and Sunday night services. And a lot of times he would come to my house with, with my family and have lunch with us and, and spend the afternoon with us on, on Sundays. And, you know, just the fact that he was, he was young. I mean, that helped, but yeah. um, you know, the fact that he, he listened to the same music I listened to, you know, that was that, I don't know, that stuck out to me. And oh, yeah. when I was in ninth grade, he came to the school and had lunch with me. And it was, it was, a, it was a good opportunity at that point because just that particular quarter of school, um, just the way my school schedule went, my my a lot of my friends didn't have the same lunch period that I did, and so it was it was a. I, I don't want to make it sound like I was totally desolate and lonely, but yeah. there were a lot of of days that um, that particular quarter of school that I, I didn't have a whole lot of friends to eat with, and that's that's just the way it was. That's yeah. awesome. And so for him to come, for him to come and spend time with me, that was that was a big deal. Oh yeah. You know, and he and he invested in me, and I still I believe he still does in a lot of ways. You know, um, our our church is a, a multi campus church, and he's the pastor of the the campus that I don't go to. But he and I, you know, we still get together, we still talk, we still go to go to Braves games and things like that, and that's a big deal. Yeah, y'all went uh like. Last, last season, last season, and we're trying to figure out a time to go this season. So, hey, hopefully, I'll hop in this time. You know, yeah, you <laughs> should. You totally should. Yes, sir. Uh, okay, so I appreciate you sharing that, Chris. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, we're going to talk about a little, a little bit about your career right now. Okay. So you work with PJ Media, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. How's it? And look, you, this isn't bragging, but I'm just going to say, how's it feel knowing? that you are a professional writer and, and author? Well, it it's like, I mean, it's like having a dream job, you know? It's, um, I, I wrote freelance for PJ Media for years. Oh, yeah. And, and never, 
it, it didn't occur to me that it, it could be something that I could do full time. But I get to write about news, politics, and culture, and, and it's like a dream job. And and the funny thing about it is, like, I work from home by choice. You know, during awesome. during the yeah. beginning of the pandemic, when I was was on staff at the church, we were forced to work from home, and it was all right. But I mean, to be able to to work from home totally by choice and be able to um like if, when the weather's nice i can sit outside with my my laptop you know as long oh, as yeah. i have wi-fi i can work and i love to uh, to to use my talent to write but also to help help other writers we've got a, a an amazing staff of, of incredible writers but i can as an editor help them make their articles even better and one okay. of the cool things about it too is is i get to write about things <clears throat> You know, yeah, I get awesome. to write about 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 my Christian faith and, and a lot of lot of chances, a lot of opportunities. Awesome. So I know you've kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, can you like kind of talk? Like, I know you you worked with PJ Media um, part time a little bit, right? And, um, but like, what are the steps and stages in becoming like a professional writer, author? And like, I know that was always kind of your dream job. We've talked about that before. How did uh, yeah, how did how did God just kind of guide you through um, the years of working in the church, but yeah. in in this part time uh, PJ media job uh, that that's gotten you to where you're, you're doing what you've always wanted to do? Well, um, you know, it, like I say, it was nice to to do the freelance writing and to have that as kind of extra money, you know, oh, yeah. and. It, it, like I used, like I, I said earlier, I used it to, um, to make my car payments, you know, so I didn't have to, to dip into my salary to, to do that, which is an amazing blessing. But, um, you know, for, for years, I loved working in the church and I wasn't looking for a change, but in, in the summer of 2021, um, I found out that a position was open. And of course, I had worked with with the managing editor, who's now my boss. I'd worked with her for years as a, as a freelance writer, and so I knew her. I knew the the other people that I was working with, and and I interviewed with her. But at that time, I just prayed. I said, "Lord, if this is your will, you know, make it make it crystal clear." And I mean, I, I even said, "Make it just so clear that I have absolutely one hundred percent no doubt that this is what you want me to do." Yeah. You know, it was one of those things where I, I hate to, I hate to feel like I'm putting God to the test with that, you know, but I, I really did. I said, Lord, this, this is going to have to be you helping me make this decision in the the right way. And so um, it did. And, and, and he gave me an amazing opportunity to do something that I enjoy and that I'm good at. And I'm, I'm absolutely grateful to him. And I give him all the, all the glory for it. That's awesome. I, I, I don't, I know you're saying you kind of put him to the test. I, I don't know if you did that. I think you, I think you, um, you know, just really put him first. You're like, look, I'm working right. at the church. I love this church. I'm, I'm working at, and you still go there. You know, you still. Oh, work, absolutely. Still go yeah, to absolutely. The church. I do. Love it. I do a lot of the things. Um, you, know, the things that I was doing on Sunday mornings, as as paid staff, some of them I'm still doing as a volunteer. I mean, I'm still leading worship, and I'm still you know, helping produce the services and, and helping work with our, with our online service, you know, where, where yeah. we, people can, can chat and pray with somebody, things like that. And, but I, I'm doing them now as a volunteer and it's still, you know, I, I didn't miss a beat. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah um, what you're talking about, I think I've told you this already, but it just reminds me of uh, 
Psalms 37, 4, you know, mm-hmm. delight in the Lord, you'll show the desires of your heart. And, you know, it kind of just kind of goes back on your, like your story, your testimony. Um, just, you, you know, you, like you, you embraced that you, you had a, you said a boring testimony, which I don't, I don't yeah. believe. I don't believe. Right, that right. One I don't anymore either, but you know. Yeah, of course. Um, but like, you just continue to stay on the narrow path, continue to grow in your faith. You delight yeah. in the Lord. You worked in the church. You, um, yeah, look, I, I've heard not, not only have I, uh, have I seen you do like awesome things in the church, out of the church and serving and volunteering. I've heard great things that you probably haven't heard before, you know, from right, other people. Right. Yeah. You know, now I just, I truly believe it's a blessing. Um, oh, just from the Lord that you're doing what, what you've always wanted to do. And I'm not, I'm not like on here preaching the prosperity gospel. That's not what I'm no, saying. No, no, no. I, 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 I truly believe that, uh, I mean, you delight the Lord. He showed the desires of your heart and he gave you that opportunity and you, right. you took it and ran with it, you know, and you're yeah, like absolutely. you said, you're even, uh, you know, writing about your faith in the job, you know, you're yeah. just published a book that talks about your faith in the South and, uh, kind of leading into that i want to bring that up so on this podcast when i want to interview people i always talk about their future goals and yeah. um you kind of just checked off one of your one of your goals uh yeah, you, absolutely. you published that that book six weeks ago and it's called neon crosses i want mm-hmm. you to i know you've explained it a little bit i want you to just talk about a little bit more um going to like a little bit more detail it's up to you but i like yeah 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 Oh, uh, well, it, basically, and it's it's, it's, it's yeah, you can buy it on Amazon, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. What's here? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, <clears throat> Neon Crosses um, is is about the culture of the South, and I, I in the intro to the book, I call the South kind of the underdog of history because we have we have dealt with some, some tough things over the years in, in the oh, United yeah. States here in the South. Um, but I, I, I look at different aspects of the culture. So I take um, a trip, like basically it is, it is a, a journey that, that my family takes just about every year from, from, from here in Covington where I live to, to Disney world. And it's, we, we take the same route every time we go there, you know, there's no, there's, it's, it's so familiar that I could almost drive it in my sleep. But I took the different towns along the route to talk about different parts of the culture, but I also backed it up a little bit. I moved moved a little bit further north um, so that I could talk about about faith in a particular way. Uh, really? The first chapter, yeah, the first chapter, we actually start up in, in Commerce, which is um, north of Athens. I know there are people who, who have no idea about the geography of Georgia who are, yeah. who are listening, who will be listening to this, uh, but... Um, Commerce is right at the foot of the mountains. You know, we, we, soon you, if you go any further north, you're in the mountains. But there's a, a little church there that has a, a green neon cross, and you would never notice it unless you saw it at night. No, you probably have seen it. I, yeah, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it says, you know, on the, along, along the bar of the cross, it says Jesus saves. And um, I use that as my hook for the chapter to talk about about christianity and to talk about how you know it's it's so ingrained here in the south that 
you may not notice it. Something like you may drive by that church and never notice it during the day, but it sticks out at night. Because sometimes Christianity, even for people who aren't believers, um, can stick out here in the South. It can be a big, it can be a big deal, and it, it can shine in ways that surprise people. Man, that's awesome. So that was God. kind of that's that's the first the first chapter outside of the introductions. Dude, is, I didn't is, even know that about, was. Yeah, I never knew. That's how you kind of like. Uh, that's how you kind of establish to get the name. Yeah, look, man, I, yeah. I go to school up in the mountains. You know that, but dude, I, I uh-huh. drive through Commerce every time I go home or go to school, and I see that yeah. church and I see that neon cross every time. So, yeah. like, dude, that's crazy. That's awesome, man. Um, is there anything you want to talk about a little bit more on your book, or like, do you want to just be like, hey, if you want, if you want to know more, hey. Go buy it, you know. I yeah, I mean, I, I do. I do want people to read it. I do want people oh, to yeah. buy it and order it. You know, absolutely. But um, you know, there there are a lot of things that I talk like. I talk about about our hometown where you and I have both grew up. About and I use it to talk about kind of how Hollywood has has come to the South and embraced it and used used the southern part of the United States as as a place to uh, to do a lot of movies and TV shows. And there's this oh, yeah. kind of that. And I I talk about. Um, <clears throat> I, I do a chapter about food, and I even include uh, some family recipes in that chapter. I uh, talk about the music of the South because music is a big deal here in the South, yeah, and right. you know things like that. And then when we get a little further into Florida, I talk about kind of the how, how Florida has been known for the kind of tacky tourism. You know, like those little yeah, souvenir yeah. stands where you buy the the fake alligators and things like that, and then things like the they used to have the. Um, the, the park that has the, the live, they called them mermaids, but it was really women who had um, tubes that allowed them to breathe underwater. I think they, they may still do that. I don't know. But that you just kind of talking about that yeah. brand of tourism. And of course I talk about Disney and, and I know right now Disney has, uh, has um, kind of generated a lot of controversy, but I talk about the history of Disney and about how Walt Disney was, was a man who believed in America and believed in, in the good things about our culture and how, how that helped shape Disney world in the South. And I know it's, I know it's changed now and I know it's kind of a weird time to have a book that, that focuses a good bit on Disney, but you know, there's, there's also a lot of great things to celebrate about the history of Disney down there. I think that's awesome. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like appreciate all it all around. Yeah I, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to read it. Um, yeah. I got one last thing. We're okay. going to run out of time here after that. <laughs> um, so I, I put this on my podcast when I interview people. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you could tell anyone anything, um, encouragement, something to motivate them, or your favorite Bible verse, what would you say? And what, All right. What, you know? All right. Uh, for, for many, many years, my favorite verse has been Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, And it, it says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And to me, seeking is continuing to find new ways to glorify God and, and to get to know him better. And I also, I like to dig deep into Romans 8 because there's so much rich stuff in there. You know, I love it. I love it. I can read it and, and find something new every time I read it. And, you know, that's, that's, such, a, that's a, such a cool thing to me. And I guess yeah. my encouragement to people and my, my kind of motivational thing is don't be afraid to dig deep into Scripture. Amen. Because you're going to find so much good stuff, so much guidance, and, and even and a lot of reasons just to praise God, you know? Oh, yeah. 
Hey, man, that's awesome. Seriously. Yeah, I, yeah, appreciate I it. thought you were going to say uh, Jeremiah 29-11. I know. And it's you funny. Know? A lot of people use that, but, but yeah, it's right after that. And it's just such a cool um, – such a cool verse to me because oh, that's amazing you yeah. know seeking means of course seeking means finding him first for one thing but then it also means continuing to seek just better ways to to get to know him even more and have a better relationship with him yeah it kind of reminds me of the verse uh in james draw near to god mm-hmm. he'll draw near to you you know just, yes i think that like i think both those are powerful i appreciate you sharing that um, absolutely but, my pleasure hey, yeah uh but we are going to run out of time here in a second. But I wanted to say this. Thank you for hopping on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for Thanks. sharing your heart, your testimony. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. Look, so I, good. That's what so I much fun. For, man. Yeah, I, I hope it's been a blast. To all no, the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah, to all the listeners, uh, be like Chris Queen. Go, hey, keep keep seeking the Lord. Um, just keep keep doing what you're passionate about. and. Keep delighting in the Lord, and you never know what uh, what God's going to do with you and your talents and your gifts and your heart. And um, if anyone out there is doubting themselves, doubting their work, doubting their career, look, th- this is me telling you right now. Hey, just keep 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 pushing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think Chris would say the same thing. Look, he Definitely. how old are you, Chris? I I, I will be fifty this year. And look, hey, he, he's doing his dream job now, writing books, publishing them. Right, he has his own uh, website, chrisqueen.live, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, chrisqueen.live. Hey, go check out his book, Neon Crosses. And hey, it's time to believe. I appreciate it, folks. We will see you next time. See you, Chris. See ya. Hey, Mitch Mindset listeners. This is Mitch with the Mitch Mindset Podcast. And I hope you enjoyed you enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed hearing... Chris Queen's testimony and his life. Look, if you're interested in his book, Neon Crosses, uh, hey, I'm going to put it in the description. I'm going to put in the description his website. And, uh, hey, it's time to believe. I hope you liked it. Thanks. Bye.